Hello, welcome to Economics Happy Hour. My name's Matt. And my name's Jadrian. And we are thrilled to have you with us. Uh, special thanks to those who are joining us on Thanksgiving Day, exactly when this episode is dropping. Of course, for us, this is a couple weeks before. Uh, it's actually Election Day in Pennsylvania, as you will see on um, online. And doesn't always happen, but I got to the polls today. It, it helps to have a spouse who also, you know, it's like, when are we going to the polls? <laughs> Okay, I guess we will go right after, right at 4.30, right before we record. So. I will um, freely admit that I did not vote today, um, was not prepared to vote. I was surprised to find out that today was election day. Um, I saw the signs of everything voting and I basically said, I am not researched enough to go vote, so I will not do it. Yeah, that's, I think, I want to ask questions on that, but there's a whole episode for us on <laughs> voting and we'll have to time it so it comes up before an election day next yeah. year. Or maybe even in the primaries, it's fine. Primary season is long, so that could be. But that actually, um, that would probably be more interesting. Of right, do you vote in the primary? Yeah, I, I understand the arguments that people make uh, in the general election or the midterm election. The primaries are sort of interesting in their own right. Um, I think we could do it in the primaries. Yeah, yeah primaries would be good. So today uh, we have coordinated on our drinks, and it looks like sunshine greetings. From Central 28 Beer Company. Thanks to our good friend Tim out in Indiana. So those of you who are consistent listeners, Matt and I have yet again somehow managed to bring in Jet Set into this episode. Yeah, it's um, been a lot in a row. We have Every episode since uh, the beginning of August. So Tim, uh, for those of you who remember, Tim gave us some beers uh, that he picked up in Florida. Uh, he met us at Jet Set, shared those with him, and we said that we would uh, furiously compliment him every time we got to drink yeah, one. Yeah. So this beer is an ale brewed with orange peel and hibiscus, which means Matt may not like it as much. We're going to find out. We're going to find but out. I'm going to like it. We uh, got full permission from Tim to not like it on the podcast, so I appreciate uh, that. We can be and I did, honest. I did bring my new microphone, so hopefully we can get a little, maybe we can get the sound. Hopefully that sounded really good. It didn't, no sound at all. I don't, did you hear when I cracked mine? No, I didn't hear it. This microphone's okay. really good then. Our microphones are too good. So um, we don't hear the cracking of the beer. That's, I, you know what? I wish I was smart enough to be like a sound engineer and to understand how it can pick up our voices, but not yeah. the cracking of a beer. So those of you on the YouTube video saw me do it yeah. right up against the microphone. Like I wasn't hiding it at all that's i don't know i don't know but uh appreciate the beers we are uh we're pretty cheap for compliments too so if anybody would like to be complimented um you know we we we, we like beer so that's we like beer we like magnets you can give us stickers gift yeah. cards we we are five star ratings on i on apple podcast that, that's 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 that there's a high premium on those and, and <laughs> we'll take those we'll even give you a sticker for those tim yes. we just we thank him and drink his beer uh, true, so. true. public shout out so so everything uh how's life at virginia tech we are coming down from the mid-semester so as this releases if this if we do actually we're hoping that it's thursday thanksgiving uh that you're listening to this if this is when you're listening to it i have officially four more class days uh to teach so by the time this comes out i'll be very good when we're recording it uh, it's exam week sort of that last minute stress before the holidays yeah. everybody has exams this week it seems like so i'm okay my students are a little stressed they get a little stressed yeah 
Uh, when this comes out, it'll be the same. I'll have four more game theories left for the semester, which teaching game theory. I love the class. I know we talked. It's your favorite. It's so much fun being in the classroom oh, yeah. for those two hours. It's just yeah. it's just an absolute riot. Now, the fact that from often I've taught it a bunch of times before, so I did a bunch of prep before the year starts. And I do a, maybe a little bit more throughout the week. But basically, when I get up at 530 in the morning until my 815 class, that's my final. Let's make sure I'm ready for everything. And then from 815 till 10, of course, that's time I'm not doing anything else. I'm not taking any yeah. other meetings. That's the part that I'm like, why did I teach this? But it's so <laughs> worth it. It's so much fun. Um, well, so. speaking of waking up at 530 in the morning, well, yeah, cheers. Cheers. Uh, you must have pre- I, I hope you're like me and you appreciate daylight saving time. Uh, because I am also an early riser. Um, my alarm is set for 5.15, but it's once I start getting in the habit of it, I will start waking up at like 4.45. I always wake up like 15 minutes before my alarm. I don't know why my body hates me. But like, the body does that. I know the body does that. Um, I, I like daylight saving time because it's nice to be able to see the sunlight in the morning before I go to work again. Not me. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But the this year, it was. Uh, I, I I fell back twice this year. I, I flew over with, uh, so this is first world complaining um, <laughs> of the highest degree. I was over with our students in Italy and met some of our partners who helped provide internships for the students there. And it was fall back there a week earlier. Ooh. So she was fine, you know, the extra hour of sleep and actually got us closer to the time zone. But then had the week I flew back on, <clears throat> flew over to England, had a few days there meeting with partners in England and then came back on the Saturday, the day we then fall back again. So I got to fall back twice, two weeks in a row, which. So you have no idea what time it is. It just no, your whole body's just like, what? Yeah. What? And com coming back from England, I don't know. Some people can adjust super easy. And I really, it's perfectly fine adjusting, but I always have to fight when 839 comes around. I'm like, okay, you know, try to try to fight to stay awake to a certain hour, but. Uh, yeah, but I'm a but big, no, I'm a big daylight saving fan. I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a supporter. I like having my. I like being able to see the sunlight as I'm driving in. I really hate the progressively darkening morning. Well, I, I don't like that either, but I'd prefer the night over the morning. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm on that camp. I would prefer the longer evenings. Yeah. But either way, it gets kind of miserable when it's not much. When we were in London for a stretch uh, for a semester, we got over there on December 31st. And it was just shocking to me that it um, the sun, it was dark, completely dark by 4 p.m. It's like, mm -hmm. what is going on here? This isn't, uh, and it, I mean, it would start to get dark at three. So yeah. that's, um, that's not that's for tough. me. That's really tough. Yeah. I don't have a seasonal affective disorder. I don't think I really have it. I think I kind of have it. So I'll yeah. take a uh, vitamin D in okay. the, the shorter months to, and then try to get the sunlight and all of that. I think the big thing for me is I, I often teach in the morning. And so kind of before the, before we fell back, even like when I was like walking up into the building at seven 30, like it was still dark. And I was like, this is a really crappy way to start my day. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so now it's it, light again for a little bit. That's light again. And I have a little bit more pep in my step as I go into the yeah, office. And, and By the way, I think this beer is, is quite good. I know this is pretty uh, So Tim is uh Tim. Good job. Yeah, I, I don't know what, I don't know what the third one is. It's in the fridge. So yeah. maybe we'll maybe actually, you know what we should do. I can say it now. Maybe we should drink Tim's third beer as our anniversary of the podcast beer Ooh. and like that can be our sort of special whatever our 26th episode is we got to yeah, time like it right 26 or 27 or something like that it's coming up it's coming up soon coming up so i think we should celebrate with tim's third beer as i like our, it i like it 
their celebration one. So this is dropping on Black Friday, mm. which oh no, this Day is before. dropping on Thanksgiving. I'm misspeaking already. Which but so we are talking, we're going to talk about Black Friday a little yep. bit today, the economics of that, and then a little bit of how it's morphed into Cyber Monday. Yeah. So for those in the US, everybody knows what Black Friday is. For those outside of the US, it's the day after Thanksgiving, I guess. It's gotten it's gotten bigger other places. I, I, mm-hmm. I talked to somebody at the BBC about this, is that Black Friday is becoming not the Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday mm-hmm. I mean, all the other ones, but that Black Friday is a is becoming a bigger shopping deal, even though they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. They still okay. they still sort of celebrate the Black Friday as getting ready for the holidays. Everybody goes crazy about shopping in the US and you gotta go mm-hmm. shopping crazy in the UK. So well, so have the- you ever done Black Friday? Have you have you been out sort of like I would say full fledged Black Friday, not like a not like a Seagulls Grove Black Friday. Like, have you done like a Philadelphia, New York City Black Friday? No, but uh, no, no. Well, on our Black Friday, so the last couple of Black Fridays, actually, we the last two Black Fridays, our family has gone to New York City to watch two shows. Okay, so it's celebrating Black Friday, but not in the way that the right. stores intend. We've gone okay. to see a couple. Um, couple theater performances each of the last two and i think that's what we're going to do again this year i've gone to stores around that i mean we have plenty of the stores that would do the black friday deals i think i might have tried a morning once with it but i can't remember um how about you have you fought through have you been in line at four in the morning to get there i I refuse to do it um for those of you who know me personally i'm incredibly stubborn just so so stubborn um for better or worse i'm incredibly stubborn um i just cannot justify it i like it's just um i know that i know that there's supposed to be great deals man i don't want to do that i i don't want to wake up that early and stand in line and be around other people i see these fights that break out at like target and walmart to like get that tv i i'm i'm the sort of person like if my flight is running late at the airport i'm not running to the flight i'm missing the flight um i might walk a little faster but i'm not like running to go get it same thing when it comes to shopping i don't i don't want to do it i don't i don't get the thrill sure. no that's fair that's fair some people do i I've, i mean i've gone on the more i've gone shopping that day in order to you know just get but i've never really tried to get the whatever door busters or whatever they call yeah. them and every now and then i've scrolled on amazon and they'll have a black friday deals or whatever too mm-hmm. i don't know that that's quite the intention of the day so i always grew up with the impression that Black Friday's name came from the day that stores would c- get in the black. You I know, think black that's the that's red. the popular the popular version of that, right? That's the yeah, and apparently I was completely wrong as was most of the population. It's not really where the name originated, but once once you could also tie it to profits and losses, it probably did help the name stick. I would argue yeah. that. But it seems like there's a number of origin stories on where the name came from. But regardless, it is a huge shopping day. Mm-hmm. So we've talked economic impact before. Yeah. Would we argue Black Friday has an economic impact? Uh, I'm, I'm asking somebody who uh, like says question. nothing has an economic impact. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift doesn't, as we, uh-huh. we learned. We talked about sports stadiums, not in a previous one. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to sit and think on it. So I, that's not the data I brought into this conversation. Um, I was ready to tell you that the National Retail Federation believes that uh, holiday shopping, so they lump Black Friday and sort of just all the winter holidays together. Okay. They're expecting it to be 3 to 4% higher than last year. Okay. Uh, 
is it an economic impact? Uh, well, I mean, people are buying things, right? People are I buying mean, things, and that's GDP, what? right? That's the consumption part. Yep. Um, would if you know people would this these purchases happen otherwise? Is a key question. Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, so if you didn't have a holiday season, would people be spreading their purchases out a little bit more throughout the year? I kind of suspect they would. Um, the the yeah, people people do spend more on holidays, right? Like I like you think about like a Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to buy that quantity of food. If right, if Thanksgiving didn't exist, I would still eat dinner, but I'm not going to eat that much dinner over the course of you know a week or so. So in terms of shopping, right? Like, would I still buy gifts throughout the year for people? Would I still buy? Would I still spend money on decorations or the money I spent on decorations? Would it go to something else? Yeah, I don't know that it would. I so so you're spending money on things. In terms of it having there's there's does it have an impact and that you're doing something? Well, you're doing something, mm -hmm. but is it an economic improvement? To that, I would argue no, because you're spending money on gifts and you would have spent that money somewhere else or you would have saved and that savings would have then turned into investment that would have gone elsewhere. So I don't think it's necessarily, while there's more economic activity, to to say that this is an economic boost or what would happen without the holiday season spending time. I think it's wrong, even though I know there are plenty of people who, oh, this is a great time in terms of sales. Mm -hmm. Yes, but if it weren't for this, that money would have been spent somewhere else and other individuals would have been better off. So I would, that's my thought in terms of the impact. Like, yeah, there's a lot of economic activity. Is the world economy a better place because it's all happening in this manner? And I would imagine it would have been transferred elsewhere. That's, that's my reasonably, I mean, uneducated on this topic, but as an economist, the way I would have thought through it. I'm going to lean in and go with that as well. For the main reason that I think about it almost like we talked about this with like Super Bowls, for example, or like mega events and how like a mega event in a city detracts other people, right? That's the Taylor Swift story, but right, whether it's Super Bowls or Taylor Swift, um, right? It takes away spending from other things. Like I'm spending money shopping at Best Buy, but I could have spent that money going to the movies with my family or going and, and purchasing a new lawnmower. Um, I would have spent it otherwise. And so it's almost like every little city has like a tiny little Super Bowl relative proportion wise um, to whatever the size of their town is like yeah. one big spending of it does not make for 365 days of activity. What I spend on one day on Black Friday or even on the Monday of Cyber Monday. So right, mm -hmm. we're sort of lumping it all together. Whatever I spend that weekend is not close to what I spend over an entire year in terms of food, entertainment, yeah. rent, electricity, stuff like that. So my, I'm going to lean in with you and go, while it might be huge for how much does somebody spends, like a, as a percentage, I guess, of spending, while it might make a difference for the businesses, for the whole city, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, here, here's an interesting thought. And um, today years old when I'm trying to articulate what I'm, I'm just thinking here, but could the holiday season actually so we're, we're using a counterfactual there weren't the there wasn't the holiday season there wasn't the holiday spending mm -hmm. and that money is spent throughout the rest of the year on other things could the for a lot of smaller towns and i'm thinking through the sealands grove area then you yeah. could actually make a pretty good argument that the holiday season's net negative 
for an economic impact because if the individuals if the individuals instead of buying a PlayStation 5 where most of that money is going to Walmart who's selling it or Target who's selling it and to Sony and they're buying all of the dresses which aren't made in Sealands Grove and they're buying all of these other things that aren't made in Sealands Grove they may instead be going out to an extra meal or maybe doing other things that are perhaps a bit more local you could even think some areas i think it's probably small this is probably yeah. stretching it a bit but you could imagine some areas would have been better off if it weren't for this because the money would have been spent more well and i think that's the argument for the small business saturday is that hey look you spend so much money on friday at all this stuff spend yeah. some of that locally um so that it still circles inside of your own um yeah, your own yeah. community I think, um, I think, no, I th and I think that's a great point. Um, and I think if anything, you could almost, if we extend this all the way to Monday, we talk about Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday would probably be the worst one because, point. because I'm not spending any of that locally. I'm ordering it from Amazon, probably almost yeah. always Amazon. I'm ordering it from Amazon and somebody is shipping it to me. And realistically, I'd've been able to buy that locally. Um, so you, I would say you almost even get some externality related stuff um, with Cyber Monday, but I guess here's the thing, right? I think it goes back to that question from before. What would I have spent it on instead? Mm -hmm. What are the substitutes for? Because most people who are going, and I'm, this may be, this is my understanding of it. Maybe, I, maybe I'm completely wrong. My understanding of Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, is it's usually gifts that you're getting for other people. I know that you do buy some things for yourself. So maybe like a new TV is comes out and you buy a TV for the house. But my understanding has always been that like sort of the gift giving side of it is a really big component of it. Would I have, and I think that introduces stuff that we talked about in like one of our very first episodes. Yep. Yep. We'll is link the, to the uh, episode about the efficiency of gift giving. Is the, you add in sort of an extra layer of inefficiency. Um, you know, is it, would it have been better off to take your friends out for a dinner and just have a really nice dinner at a local place pay somebody's dinner that night and then sort of enjoy the experience, right? The money would stay local. Um, if you're, if you're shopping somewhere local, you'd have maybe less efficiency, right? If somebody's picking their own meal, they're going to pick what they want. You know, if I say, I'm going to cover your meal, you're going to, you're going to pick, yeah, you're yeah. at least going to pick what you want. So we probably get closer to like an efficient outcome. Um, and then I'm still spending that same sort of money. I wonder if that's like a better spending on experiences rather than spending on, physical items at Black Friday. Yeah, in terms of economic impact for an area, I would think so. I mean, for a whole country, yeah. probably not, or maybe yeah. to the extent. But yeah, that that makes sense. And last year for we'll we'll link to that, but you know, there's debates on how efficient are things, but I think we yeah. both came on the camp that between the satisfaction the gift giver gives and the fact that people do receive a little bit of joy on getting a gift, I mean, knowing, oh, this was a gift from somebody you know, it might increase the utility over if they just bought it off the shelf themselves. Um, what are your thoughts on um, companies that actively refuse to do Black Friday? There's a there's always a handful of these companies out there. I think I want to say it's Nordstrom. Are they the famous? I think they're the famous big company that like doesn't do Black Friday. So they don't do Black Friday or they don't do Thanksgiving Thursday. I know I know the Thanksgiving maybe. Thursday was a bigger controversy. It was either that or maybe they don't play Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Okay. I think they do something in that space. Well, I can't I can't speak on Nordstrom, but I, I know mm -hmm. in this area and a lot of areas, many stores went to moving 
to instead of doing Black Friday opening days, they would actually open on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Let's say 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Yeah. The controversy on that would come from some saying, come on, let these workers have their holidays. And if yeah. you're if you're doing that, um, that's that's wrong. Don't support organizations that do it. And a couple in some some organizations have pulled back and say, OK, we're, we're not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether it's the PR, whether it's maybe they pay people time and a half, whether it's a busy holiday season anyway, and they kind of have to conserve. I don't know. That was always the that was the rationale. My take on this was a little bit more nuanced. I mean, the idea if, if somebody's, you know, it does kind of stink to think through if somebody's really wants to just enjoy the Thanksgiving with their family and their boss is forcing them to work. I don't like that. On the other hand, you know, I, I think about it from my position, it would be like it'd be pretty brutal if the boss said you must work Thanksgiving. But I there are a lot of individuals who are like, well, getting paid a decent wage, sometimes even time and a half, and it's an extra chance to earn earn some good money. And I'll see my family in the afternoon. And many of those individuals probably really love the idea of working. I made really good money as a I was a waiter in high school and college. Um for our family, Thanksgiving was an evening event. We did not do afternoon Thanksgiving. Um we just okay. It was we all we always celebrated as a family with the with our cousins and aunts and uncles. It yeah. was always just sort of a, a Thanksgiving dinner. Nice. Um, but I was a I was a waiter at a Mexican food restaurant, and I always volunteered for Christmas Eve and Thanksgiving um, because we were open. I think till like three or four. So we okay. we we served a lot. We didn't serve. We were closed for dinner. Um, I made my. Those were the best tips I ever received in my life. Because yeah. so many people felt bad for me. They yeah, were like, yeah. this poor young man is not with his family on Thanksgiving. And I'm sitting there going, we weren't going to do Thanksgiving at noon anyway. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Just massive tips. That's, no, um, and, and I, I'm guessing that's that's a lot of people. So I was never quite as negative on it. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I, you know, and generally the free market side of me if somebody really hates it there's plenty of firms that wouldn't open on a thanksgiving and somebody could yeah. go elsewhere um but i what was so clearly you didn't find offense to having to work thanksgiving in the past so you're probably not offended by the firm but i also worked on sundays i worked on mother's day right <laughs> i was the um i was the good little economist who said demand's really high and supply's really low it's i'm gonna to work on these days time to do it that's the time to do it so, so Matt, the wait, wait yeah. i have a question for you inflation has been huge this past year how does that impact black friday given what we've talked about um in the sense that like we talk about it in terms of economic impact and we always think about you know we're good economists so we're going to talk about you know real real growth versus nominal growth stuff like that but given how big inflation has been over the past year do you anticipate that this year will actually have I told you earlier that the National Retail Federation said three to four percent more spending. Do you think people are going to buy more? How do you think people are going to kind of alter their budgets, right? In the sense of like, do you think we'll actually have sort of real growth this year, or do you think that this is sort of like inflation-wise stuff? So I'm curious your take on how inflation is going to affect people's budgeting, shopping, like that sort of stuff with Black Friday. Well, real, I mean, I haven't tried, since inflation has dropped over the recent, yeah. the past year, inflation is getting closer over the past year to normal. Now, prices are still higher overall. 
from the, yeah, right, from this, last year. From last year, yeah. I mean, so inflation, um, but I overall, right, real wages dropped mm-hmm. over the past. I mean, there was the stretch where we argued about like recession or not. And I'm like, look, if wages drop by 2% is unemployment drop, unemployment rate rose by 2% is a really, why aren't we saying that was a recession in 2022? Uh, I think it might have been worse last year than it was this year because inflation has um, dropped down a little slowed bit. Down. To me, slowed down, right? We slowed down. We got to be careful how we phrase down. that. It did not turn around, right? Yes. We did um, not have deflation. No, no. Um, um, okay. The reason I ask, Black Friday is all about deals. So this is always a place where I've struggled thinking about, I mean, this, I think this is a really great place for an economic educator to step in and talk about GDP kind of real versus nominal, right? Like prices, inflation, all that sort of stuff. Like, are we actually producing more stuff because this holiday is such a big deal of you know, things are half off. Are we actually selling more TV, right? I hope we're selling more TVs, right? Like otherwise as economists, that would be really concerning. Um, but like, so, so sort of think about like in the real wage terms, right? Like, are we going to, are we going to be better this year? Uh, maybe I'm re-asking this question of when is our recession starting? When is it starting or when is it over? Uh, <laughs> um, I think Brian, uh, Brian in our last episode uh, was very quick to point out because uh, I just recently re-listened to this episode yeah. um, that yes, we will have a, a, well, Matt, Matt is on the, on the fence of we're currently in a recession. No, you, I, I don't know that we're you, currently in one. I would argue that 2022 was oh, one. Oh, you're saying it was one. When real wage, when GDP growth okay. fell twice in a row and when, yeah, unemployment didn't spike. But real wages dropped significantly. Okay. And to me, I would say that was one. Um, now it seems like we're growing. So oh, okay. This this is my this is my question. Yeah. Are we in the expansion? So if, if we had a re- if you believe last year was sort of a recession-like experience, are we in the growth stage? Because I don't think you're you're not saying that we're still yeah. going down. No, I don't. It seems like we kind of are. I mean, you know, you've got to see what ends up happening and Mm-hmm. bouncing around unemployment had a slightly higher than expected news in the last one but it, it seems like things are going reasonably smoothly better I mean, they're better yeah. right? it's always that this is this is why people hate economists because yeah and everything's well, nuanced, right? there's there's 12 different indicators to look at on this but inflation is not quite as bad as it was it's right it's it's coming back towards what we would view as a long-run decent normal of I mean, we're not quite at the two percent yet, but hopefully we get there in the somewhat. So your th- so your argument then would be this: this is a blockbuster winter holiday coming up. Probably blockbuster, maybe, maybe? I don't know. Um, you know, I, I haven't looked <laughs> more at the data than twenty right twenty. Twenty twenty. Well, twenty twenty. Everybody had all the money to spend like crazy, um, right? I mean, that's a, people were being handed checks for. You know, everybody was handed a check. Oh, they weren't handed that much money. It wasn't that was much handed money. Like for we were handed money. It wasn't that much money. Um. Oh, there. I the thing yeah, was way down in 2020. My friend, my friend has a new. My friend has a new set of golf clubs. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, he's he's. The phrase was like, yeah, I, I really don't like the idea of extra spending and extra. You know, taxes will pay it back, but I'm excited to get this new set of golf clubs. I, I, I went, I went and opened the data from the NRF. 2020 was. So 2021 was a 12% growth over 2020. No, to be fair, 2020 was a higher rate than... So it's grown every single year, usually okay. 3 4%. Uh, 2021 was a 12% <laughs> 
massive. Well, 20, I guess 2020, I mean, people still didn't go out as much. Right. right they weren't. I mean, yeah. That would have been the issue. They had money to spend, but they weren't going out to, to spend it. Yeah. Savings, you know, I think. Didn't want to go I want to, I want to say I remember saving, the savings rate spiked some like 40%. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I would. I was gonna say I cut you off from a question. I, I want to make sure I get to answer your question. You were you were positing something, and then I cut you off and oh, trying to talk even macro sure. with you. We got so excited about this stuff that uh, it may come back, but uh, but that's good. So the um, no, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see what all happens here. And there's a ton of issues with the holiday season, holiday spending. Yeah, but. The boosts, I don't know how we gave educators or the listening audience any clarity on any of this because so many of our answers, well, it depends what happens. Will this have an impact? Probably the not. The best economic how, answer. The, how much would it be the uh, on all of that? But it's it's an interesting time. Our, I agree with you on experience. I think as a general life rule, buying experiences is more valuable than buying things. But yeah. I don't know that that's an economics issue. That's just a personal preference issue. So let me throw this out for you on Let's Talk Cyber Monday for a second. I've I've posted this in the past and gotten ridiculed for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna restate it formally on our podcast because it still upsets me. I don't. I think you and I have talked about this. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. So now I'm like very curious. Do you know the number of packages that are delivered to New York City every day? Have we talked about this? We, I don't believe we have okay. talked about this. I certainly okay. do not know. So this is 2019 data. Okay. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know. Can I guess? Um, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Hold on. But I want to I give you a, a phrasing so I can tell you the number. Just okay. because I want, I think it's very important to say that the data I have for you is 2019 data. And we have definitely been ordering more packages than yeah. in 2019. Right. So I think. How many packages per day in New York to, City? To New York City. Yes. Which so New York City. Of what, 11 million. Ooh, I'm going to so. look that up for you. Population is currently 8.46 million in New York City. 8.46 million. I assume I it's counting all the boroughs. The together. average is more than a per package per person per day. So I'll guess 9.5 million. Per day? Yeah. You think people were getting a package a day? Every day for 365 days? What is going on in the Rosu household? <laughs> you, you clearly don't use Amazon like most people. So, um, in, that, But that could be what they're doing now, right? But 2019, maybe they weren't okay. doing that. So it's a lot lower than that. It's a lot lower. I'm going to okay. like, I'm gonna say it's a lot lower. You've got the um, magnitude correct. We'll put it that way. Okay. Um, 1.5 million packages per day, every day, delivered in New York City. Um, okay. Was it was the, 19. I'm guessing it's doubled. Since, oh, so I, I was not way yet. off though. I was yeah. still way off. Yeah. Um, and so th this is a really cool New York Times article. So I, I, had, I had seen this article right before I started teaching a natural resource economics course. So like it landed on my desk at like the perfect time. Um, the story was basically about how like online shopping has just sort of like rocked New York City because everybody was ordering all these packages. Um, that so I, I looked it up to open it. UPS and FedEx are. We're constantly basically double parking on the street because they were having so many packages to deliver. They racked up 471,000 parking violations in one year. <laughs> and so, right, I'm trying to process this where I'm sitting there going, y'all are getting a thousand parking tickets a day. Um, For times, what, a hundred bucks a ticket? So, right. Who, right. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Um, 
And so I had posted about it of just like, yes, you know what? Online shopping is at, and so I'm bringing this up to link it back to, uh, to Cyber Monday because we're all about to order a bunch of packages for gifts and stuff. Um, I brought it up of this is a, a really cool, amazing thing that we have that we really didn't have 20 years ago. We weren't, I ordered stuff on Amazon. I don't know if you know this. So listeners, if you really want to freak yourself out, if you've had the same Amazon account, you can go back to your first purchase in Amazon. Amazon will let you, if you go to your order history, it will let you see the very first thing you ordered on Amazon. So Matt, I'm going to look that up while we're talking. Wow. Um, I'm scared to look this up. <laughs> you go look it up. So go to your orders. Yeah. And then in this, you can you can see the sorting part. So I brought it up as a million and a half package, packages a day because I wanted to talk to my natural resource econ course about this, this idea that we're, we're purchasing things, right? And we normally think about economics is really good because we're purchasing things. But then you realize that one and a half million packages a day means we are using just in New York City, one and a half million cardboard boxes every single day. And that we have one and a half million, maybe some plasticky stuff packed inside of there. And so I was presenting it to them as this idea of there is this, we we often think about markets where you're just buying the thing. Mm -hmm. And so it was presented sort of in this externality story of we often forget that every, a lot of the stuff we're doing is generating waste. And so it's sort of a preview to the there's a section of the natural resource course that talks about like efficient waste management and landfills and like, how do we know like the right recycling rate? And so it was a preview to that. Um, I cannot imagine how many packages people are ordering um, this Monday, for example, or even oh, just like, yeah, I'm sure it's day. huge. I'm sure it's huge. Yeah, there's that. I would think, you know, if you're thinking on sustainability side, mm-hmm. I, I, some of it, some of the sustainability issues, right, would have to be offset by the fact that instead of 20 people going, you know, 20 different cars going to whatever yep. stores they went to, it's one route that's just dropping off the packages yeah. each time. And I think a lot um, of it comes down to what you're ordering, right? And I think in 2019, people were probably ordering stuff that you couldn't get locally. Um, I will freely admit I order stuff that I could easily pick up at Target the next time I go to Target. But I remember it in the moment where I'm like, oh, I need new bristles for my electric toothbrush. Let me pop on and order those right now. I can wait a week and get it the next time I go to Target, but I don't because uh, yeah. I'm also just as guilty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first thing I ordered was uh, Italian for dummies because I was going on a trip to Italy. And I honestly don't even know that I read the book at all. <laughs> what, what year was this? Uh, 2002. That's the first thing that shows up. 2001, it says I had orders, but it says I won't load. I wonder if you created an account in 2001 and didn't order anything. I don't know. So did you order lots of stuff in 2002? I only ordered one. So my first order was in 2005. That yeah, was I, the a, I had a whole bunch of orders in 2002. Okay. So 2005 for me was the summer between graduating high school and starting college. Okay. So I didn't have, I I may have had a debit card, right? Like, I, th- I definitely would have had a debit card. I would not have had a credit card. So I was probably really careful with using my debit card online. I bought exactly one thing in 2005. It was a CD by Chris Rice, Snapshots, live and fan favorites. Uh, so I got a, I did a live studio or a live audience recording yeah. of a CD. I've got a bunch of C- I've got a bunch of CD purchases on on my 2002. You're gonna have to click through here and see what sort of stuff. Yeah. I did not order anything in 2006. Um, crazy. 2007, um, I bought a book for a class. So I was taking an entrepreneurship class. I bought The Richest Man in Babylon. 
Um, I I, yeah, I, it, was, I it was a pretty good book. So it's fun to sort of look back. You can. Uh, so, I, I would so be scared to see what everybody I'm go ahead and uh, I'll be curious in the comments, right? Write in what your Maybe first what... order was, um, yeah. or or like what's what's a crazy thing you're like. I bought this in 2002. I'm looking through some of the things. I'm like, I bought that. What am I doing? But um, yeah, I'm I'm basically ordering something every other every other day. Um, but any um, we came up with this topic like two a minute before we came on the air. So I don't know if you have any pop culture ideas for um um for, yeah for, no so actually I do um yeah I have some stuff because um I'm gonna tie this in with a friend of mine that I was talking to this morning. Do you know Brian Lynch, not Brian O'Rourke? The name sounds familiar, and I don't know why. Okay. So Brian is a community college educator out in Illinois. Um, Him and I worked on the Economics of Superstore website. Okay. Um, And so we had done a paper on basically going – have you ever seen Superstore? Yes. Okay. Um, So actually, it's called Teaching with Superstore. I I messed that up because um, I can tell you why it's – not economics of Superstore in, instead. Um, we had basically gone through every episode of, of Superstore. The um, I don't remember what channel it was on. Uh, a series on, on one of the big major networks uh, that is essentially sort of like The Office, but a parody of sort of like working at a Walmart. Pretend they're Walmart. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Walmart. Um, they have some really cool Superstore stuff of just like the wildness of Black Friday um, and how people are spending more money on certain things. And so they call it the, uh, we call it the Black Friday Purge. And then they have a, they have a really great scene called Black. So a week we titled it as Black Friday Bribes. Um, so people are waiting outside of, um, of the store to go in. Cloud Nine is the name of the store. Um, they're waiting outside the line and a guy walks up to the employees and is like, hey, look, there's TVs in there. I'll give you $40 if you set one aside for me uh, because I know I'm not going to be able to get one by the time I'm in there. Uh, so yeah. there's like all these like little sort of Black Friday related um, examples in there, but it's a it's a great show that um, I really really enjoyed. And their COVID season was amazing. Their last season, they had like announced that they were gonna that 2020 was gonna be their last season, um, and then sort of things got shut down and they came back. And so they did an entire series, like uh, like all the last episodes were about like what is it like working in like a Walmart basically during COVID, and it's hilarious to sort of look back on it just because it's we were doing some goofy things no that's um yeah that'll be good I'll, i might check out are those just on your econ mm. media library no, so it's, site or so we created a special? website teaching with superstore.com uh, and I, I i knew a lot about a lot of sites i don't know that i knew you had that one no so, so i don't you know i don't i don't I don't, I don't know why i don't talk about it very often um so it actually came up um, not as an econ site when i was at penn state um there was a guy there that worked in, not in our econ department, but over in, it's called, well, at the time it was called labor and employment relations. Okay. Um, so it was called something slightly different. Um, and he was an, he taught HR law in the school of like, basically HR management is like the, what the program yeah. is. Um, and he taught their law course and him and I were taught, I don't know how we got on the topic, um, but him and I were talking about how basically this series is so amazing um for his hr law class because basically like there's a whole couple episodes about unions and like hmm. the, the employees try to unionize and the yeah. the the management is trying to like retaliate and all that sort of stuff and so he was using it in his hr management class um to essentially talk about 
sort of like what can um, yeah. what can management do, what management can't do. So he was using sort of as, as a case study. His name's Philip or Phil, um, and he would he would basically like show a scene and then say like, "Is this legal? Can they actually do this?" And so he was using it as like a, a teaching HR management. And so we tried really hard to get it published in a management journal. Um, it is unpublished. I would love to submit it because I think it I, like I want to submit it for him because uh, he's actually like a lawyer by trade, but he was like adjuncting. Um, but man, I I really struggled to get. I you think econ is picky with journals. Um, the couple management places I turned it into were really picky. We got an R and R, fixed everything, resubmitted it, and then they rejected it for not being appropriate for the journal. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not okay. Rejected yeah, the first that's, time. That's not okay. Um, no. I'll do um, because we are talking about the idea of money getting spent and money spent in a local area versus not in a local area, and like how that affects the economy. Uh, the Kinks. Uh, so I, are you a big fan of the music from the Kinks? I have heard of them. I'm going to say no, because my answer is I've just heard of them. Yeah. Um, they're uh, the Kinks, the biggest hit. I mean, to me, like the, the biggest hit is um, uh, Girl, um, You Really Got Me Now. Mm-hmm. And Lola is their song. They, there is a musical about them. So I have a song from them that's on Broadway Econ called The Money Go Round, where they talk about the money getting spent and then respent and then respent. Of course, theirs is in the context of how the band hardly gets any money at all out of what's spent. But the same idea, kind of, if you're spending money in a, we mentioned how in a local area, if you are buying something that is, well, if you're buying a PS5, that the money goes to the store that's selling it, corporate Walmart or whatever, like, and then to Sony, a little bit less would be in a local area. So yeah. the the multiplier effect would be dampened depending on what you buy. So that's a song. We'll we'll link to that. We'll link to a uh, superstore clip or two, and I may check out that site. So the last two episodes, I learned about Brian having this comic-nomics. I think I said that right. Mm-hmm. That is a mouthful to say. And then you have a new site. I'm learning about all the new great new I'm sites. Trying, that I'm trying about. to get him to change the name of his site. Yeah. So yeah. he might have a newly named site. In the oh, future. very cool. Yeah. I, I, I would, that, that's good advice. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a site. Uh, I mean, I did buy the domain in case I decided to do anything with it. But um, I've been doing the series on dropping episodes with friends. Mm-hmm. And of course so i've recorded it's an eight-part series i haven't recorded the eighth recorded please yeah. tell me that the domain you bought is called the one about economics uh no i'm not that oh. far, so I, oh. I, could, I could i could go ahead and buy that now right at, right after this one you're yeah, like yeah that's a great uh, title that is a that is a good title um i don't know that i'll do it but it's cheap to own a domain to yeah. you have it's like 12 bucks on google yeah the um but the you know i've done this whole series on the friends on friends well then matthew perry dies mm-hmm. and none of these acknowledge that so i actually yeah. pulled the thing down and added like a 45 second clip before the last one kind of uh acknowledging that but that's been a fun series to do nothing related to this particular topic but if no if like i enjoy friends, i i open every i open every email you send um thank you thank you like, what, what is it talking I'm about doing this? that now because you 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 taught me to do that so i appreciate that so i'm on the on the sub stack but well thank you to everybody for listening if you would like to sponsor the program we are looking for sponsors if you'd like to reach people who love hearing economists talk about economics so mm-hmm. you're that is 
if that is your target audience, we are your people. So please contact either of us if you would like to sponsor us. Five-star reviews are appreciated. We'd be thrilled to send out some stickers to anybody who leaves us a po- you know five-star rating and a positive review. Uh, Jadrian, any closing words of wisdom for the audience? Tim, your beer was delicious. Um, you, It's two weeks after you've gotten the notification, but I have checked it in and given it a 4.5 and tagged you and Matt in it. This I really enjoyed this. This is really I, I'll be I'll be and I'll be giving this a good rating too. So thank you again, Tim. Thank you to everybody. If you're listening on Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. And if it's after, happy Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whenever <laughs> you're listening. So thanks, y'all. Cheers, Matt. Cheers. I really like this. This is really good. Beer was very good.